0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Bedrock City Presents Uncanny Universe podcast. And on this week's episode, we are talking about, finally, Mandalorian Season 2. Uh, that's right, we are getting caught up with the times, and you've basically, uh, if you can't tell by the uh, by the graphic here, we feel like the moratorium on spoilers is over. So that's why we're taking a little bit longer to review it. You know, we want to make sure that we don't ruin it for anybody, because there's a bunch of big stuff that happens in this season, So before we even get this thing going, I want to make sure everybody knows Mando spoilers throughout and spoilers on all Star Wars, anything, whatever. If it's ever been Star Wars, it's spoiled. So just turn it off, go watch Mandalorian and then all of Star Wars and then come back. All (laughs) right. But anyway, we're going to get this thing going.
1: What's going on, guys? It's Ron.
0: This is Dylan. And I'm Michael. Uh, So, yes, uh, we watched Mandalorian um, and we're going to be talking about it here in a little bit. But... Before we go much further, we got to make sure that we remember our pickle of the week. What? <sighs> uh, cut it, print it, and ship it, boys. That's it. Was, it. it was a little was slow on off. the last. Don't worry line. about
1: this. No, no, no. Hey, don't
0: worry about hey, the noise. Hey, dog. That's called Michael, animated. Cut out, cut
2: out the space in between. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. That's 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 a bet. That's uh, it's going in my notepad file here. I keep a little notepad of like edits that I have to make in real time. We so would have to forget. say
1: each part as soon as the person starts talking.
0: Yeah, exactly. If you hear me start to that's say, whole, it, then you just that's a whole lot.
1: My brain don't work that fast.
0: Yeah, you're right. Uh, my pick, uh, tied in with the theme of the episode is Star Wars High Republic number one a new continuity, not new continuity, but new storyline of Star Wars, a new era in Star Wars storytelling. Um, centuries before the Skywalker st- uh, saga, the Jedi are at the height. I'm reading the solicitation. Um, the Jedi are at their height, <laughs> protecting the galaxy as Republic pioneers push through into new territories. As the frontier prepares for the dedication of a majestic starlight beacon, Padawan Keeve Trennis faces the ultimate choice: will she complete her Jedi trials, or rescue the innocents, the innocent from disaster? New Jedi, new ships, new evils to fight. This is exciting. So the High Republic is going to be a big deal for Star Wars right now. So it's going to be across comics, uh, novels, and games, I think, uh, there, or at least DLC, maybe. I don't know what the plans are, but it's going to be multi-platform. It's a big, big story arc for them. So um, time yeah. to hop on board. I'm, And the novel actually comes out yesterday, Tuesday the 5th. Um, so I'm very excited about that. I will be starting it tomorrow. Or yesterday. Uh, Tomorrow's today. yesterday. Tomorrow mm-hmm. is yesterday. That's the name of our first mm-hmm. album. Then we put out our prog rock album.
1: That's our first t-shirt. Tomorrow's yesterday. Be good. Uncanny be good. Universe.
0: Tomorrow is yesterday. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I, I am a slogan. picking uh,
1: Wonder Woman Future State. What? what? Wonder Woman? Ooh. Yeah, Wonder Future, Future State Wonder uh, Woman. It's uh, Joel Jones writing and drawing. So I'm super excited. I haven't read a book from her in a while. So yeah, that's about it. I'm excited about the future state stuff.
2: Unfortunately, and this I is read it y- Yara Flor, the new Wonder Woman. Yes,
0: yeah, she And did. I did
2: read it. It was good.
0: And she's it, Brazilian, right? Yeah. Okay. Cool. It's like a
2: obviously the future, you know, an alternate, it's,
0: yeah, future state. Maybe
2: an alternate future. I don't know, but who who can tell? Yeah, I don't know what the continuity is. I read. Maybe fifteen of those of the future state ones, oh, and wow. uh, I can't tell even how they tie in together. You know, okay. I would assume like, they, they do Right? Like the they're movies. different. They're not the same future. Like it's different points in the future between them. It's not like oh, we're traveling ten years in the future, and now this is what DC's like. You know, hmm. um. So there's good, they're good stories, but it's all over the place. Sure, but leads me to my pick. One of them is next Batman. One Which of is, them. Oh, yeah. Written by, written by uh, John Ridley, who is the Academy Award winning okay. director and screenwriter of 12 Years a Slave. And um, Nick Darrington, whose art is really great. And um, I'm also picking Eternals by Gillen and Asad Ribic. And I still don't oh, yeah. know much about the Eternals. So I'm excited to, you know, get my feet wet and dive into that universe because I, I bought the Jack Kirby trade, but I never read it. Um, wow! And the other ones are out of print. You know,
0: they're yeah. they're kind of hard
2: to they're kind of hard to read.
0: I imagine you would have read it if the movie had been coming out on time. Sure, yeah, I'm yeah. definitely
2: gonna read it before the movie. I don't like going in blind, so I'll read some before the movie. I think the um, Neil Gaiman one is coming back in print oh, shortly. Okay, so yeah, that's my pick. My picks. And also there's like 40 covers for Eternals, but I think our store is getting maybe 10 of them. Like we just pick the good ones, you know, excellent. Not all 40, but there's some, there's like a pizza Mocha one. There's a, um, Stephanie one. Yeah. Hans, there's a J Scott Campbell one. If that's your cup of tea. So,
0: uh, there's um, a cover for everyone. Exactly. For all variant collectors. Uh, but this is the part of the show where we would like to remind everyone to please head on over to iTunes and leave us a five star review. It really helps us out and it helps new people to find the show. It will also help us achieve our 2020 goal of getting Rotten Tomatoes verified. Uh, once we hit 200 reviews, we will start affecting the rankings of the films that we review. So do us a favor and go do it. Um, and as much as we appreciate reviews on Google and Spotify and all these other places, I got, oh, I don't, I deleted the email. But I get random emails on the podcast thing like, your podcast has been added to some platform I've never heard of. And it's like, oh, great. Who's using this service? Like, And I didn't submit it. But Somebody. Thanks. You know somebody's uh, using it. Uh, maybe. But um, anyway, so you can find us on anywhere. We appreciate all those reviews. However, the the iTunes one really, really is what matters the most. Um, so if you could do that for us, help your boys out. But let's get into... The events for the week or for the month and week. Um, so I'll go first, as always. Um, my events are uh, Keyforge first. I have um, Keyforge this Friday um, on the 8th, I think is what we're calling this Friday, the 8th. And it's going to be a sealed event. You can buy a deck on the website or buy it in, in any store and play it on our Discord. Now, if you want to join the Discord, uh, you can find the link on our Twitter page, which is at BRC Uncanny, or you can go to the Clear Lake location or the Sugar Land location and scan the QR code on the plexiglass. Um Either way. Uh, but this Saturday we're playing, uh, I'm sorry, this Friday we're playing uh, Keyforge Forge uh, on the 8th, and then the following Friday we're playing on the 15th, and then on June, I'm sorry, June, January the 30th, we are doing our miniature painting night. We're doing a freestyle night. I, w- I thought I had it over here with me, but I didn't. It's, it's too far for me to reach. Uh, but we do have a, a, a semi-organized form uh, organized paint night. We're all painting uh, baylors which are like big demon dudes. They have big wings and a sword and stuff. Um, they're really cool looking. Um, and they're going to be available at all better-oxidated locations. So we're all painting the same miniature at the same time, but however you want. So it can be however you want. Uh, it's very exciting. Um, I, these events are really fun. So come into any Bedrock uh, and come uh, pick up your Baylor and come paint with us um, Saturday the 30th at 7 p.m. And you will see Dylan on there. Definitely. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'll 100% be there. You, I mean, you said you were pretty confident two weeks in a row that you're going to be there. Definitely, maybe. Definitely, maybe. That's a, my favorite Oasis album. Dylan, you got any events?
2: Um. Boy, do I! What we have a live we have a live sale tonight. Uh-uh. I don't know if you knew that today. This one's this one's special though. I know this I, is our. You know the books that we got. I know one. I know the big one. We have four big ones, Michael. Well, four big biggies.
0: You have a huge one though.
2: Yeah. Okay. Oh, so we yeah. got we got <laughs> an amazing fantasy fifteen. Yes. First Spider-Man. We got an amazing Spider-Man one. Wow! first solo title of spider-man we get got an x-men number one and we got a tales of suspense 39 which is the first appearance of iron man
0: holy cannoli what what Ooh, kind of a grade them. you got on the fantasy do you know um
2: i can't remember the grade i actually i'll tell you um well i'll go on a little bit about it but we have this week while i'm looking for it we have a bunch of like cool modern variants as well, you know. Picked up a collection of like exclusives and stuff like that. Wow! Cool. And then also Richard Ooh. got these four books and a few others, like a uh, first Punisher and stuff like that. Ooh! Um, a few months ago, in a collection, and then sent them off to CGC, so these are all graded. Um, Ooh! The X Men one is a three O. It's six thousand dollars. Wow! Amazing Fantasy fifteen. I don't think these are going to sell. They're just like kind of for show, you know. Is a one point five. Ooh. Mm. Okay. okay. Guess yeah, how much boys. it is?
0: One point five. Um, hold on. Oh man, I know. I know. I I can tell no you. No cheating. I, well, I looked up. GPA eight thousand. Not that long. I've, ago.
1: I've seen it recently. I don't remember. Point, point eight thousand.
0: No. One point five. Uh, yeah, because zero point five sold for eight thousand. Um, not that long. Oh, ago. it's a one point five. One point five. I think I'm going to say twelve.
2: Twelve. You're
0: both right. It's twelve thousand.
2: <sighs> yes. And then. I said the same time. Yeah, and then the Spider-Man one is a two point five for six thousand. Wow! So these are really like, high relatively roller. speaking, affordable copies. You know what I mean?
0: Right. Yeah. Like
2: you're not gonna, unless you win the lottery, you're never gonna realistically get a high grade Amazing Fantasy fifteen. You
0: know? Unless you get, unless you become the luckiest person in the world and stumble across one in a garage sale. Yeah,
2: but that <laughs> that doesn't really happen. I feel like. I feel
0: like those are all made up was- stories. Yeah. So I was
1: listening to uh people review Wonder Woman. What if uh Max Max Lord just asked you what your wish was and you use like Amazing Fantasy fifteen?
0: So, yeah. I mean that's that's what you do at that I'd rather time like, travel high grade
2: Amazing Fantasy. I'd rather time travel where I could buy like a thousand copies of it and then be a billionaire. Oh, well, sure. You know? I don't understand okay, whatever. My, this is what my dad asked me the <laughs> other day. He said what if someone wishes for all the money in the world and then someone else wishes for a hundred bucks? I'm like, I don't know. He keeps doing <laughs> that to me. with The wishes. And I'm like, stop asking me. I don't know. Okay? Just trying to
0: break the wish mechanic. Yeah, like <laughs> it's
2: clearly broken, you know? It, like it's already it's proven, ruined. You've proven your point. But anyway, the live sale tonight. Um, not only do we have those like unobtainable books that cool to see. Unobtainium. Well, we do have layaway. We should say that. We do. Lay them away. It's 20% down and then you have, you know, Probably like six months or something with twenty
0: years. solid.
2: yeah, that's true. But um, put that stimulus check to good use. Right. I mean,
0: I mean, I mean,
2: six thousand dollars. That's your stimulus check, and then another six hundred dollars, and then you got it laid away, and it's yours. You know, right. But um, hey, we sold like seven thousand dollars in X Men books last week. We sold an X Men one and a Giant Size X Men one. Is like seven thousand I mean, five hundred? You know bucks? what?
0: I'm gonna go on, on a limb. I'm gonna say you're gonna sell the fantasy.
2: I don't think the, that's too crazy. I'm gonna say Spider-Man one. You think the fantasy?
0: I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna call it. I'm gonna say someone's gonna buy it. Okay. I hope you're right. I have a guess <laughs> as to who, but I'm I won't. I'm not gonna divulge names. Oh. on the podcast. Oh, okay.
2: Tell me after. I will. Um. So that's the tea. And also, we might be doing a free book giveaway. Last couple of weeks we've done like everyone who claims something gets this book with it, you know? Yeah. And I think we might continue that and do another first show of the year special giveaway kind of thing. So tune in and claim something cheap and you might get something free. Oh and um this was just confirmed. So we have today. a signing
0: on the thirtieth or something?
2: On the <laughs> on February thirteenth. Oh. It's tentative and I don't want to say definitely um, that's when the, R lock and key exclusive cover comes out. It comes out on the Wednesday, the 10th Our lock okay. and key Sandman, Mark Nelson cover. And the 13th is the Saturday following release date. So at one to 3 PM on that Saturday, we're going to have Mark, Mark Nelson. Nelson should be at the store. Um, Mark, signing uh, Nelson, it. Mark a Nelson, but IDW has been changing the release date like crazy. Yes. So I emailed them today saying, Hey, is this the real date? <laughs> um We'll see, uh but so that might change. It's already changed a few times, so no well, promises. But...
0: Luckily, Mark is local,
2: so yeah, true. I can it's... confirm that he will be signing this Saturday after release date at one to three, whenever that so... date may be. <laughs> it looks like that's the thirteenth, but I will not promise that until FOC has passed. So we'll see. right Well, but yeah, those are my those are my events.
0: Ron, you got anything? Book club. Come see Book your and Katie. Are you going to do come, a Katie come, book club? Come in and talk to Ron. Of course. Come of in course and talk so. to Ron about achievements. Let me just yeah. say,
1: come talk to me about
2: achievements. I visited Ron. I went to Katie for the first time this weekend. It's, it's it was nice. very a very impressive store. It was really nice. It smells like wood. I know it smells brand new. Yeah, it smells got that fresh store smell. Um, Ron hasn't stunk it up yet. <laughs> wow! <laughs>
1: Whoa! Whoa! Wow!
2: <laughs> Despite your I'm leak. Um, But yeah, I'm very impressed. It, it's a little understocked at the moment, but you know, it's getting there.
1: Oh, uh, once once these uh well, orders come in for open books, yet. it's going to be good.
0: Yeah, they'll be open soon. You're not officially open, but you can maybe pop by we're, see what's up. We're better off open
2: Pop right. in and say hi. Pop in and see what's fine. So you'll have to go in between Jimmy John's and Chipotle? Maybe? Exactly.
0: Yes.
1: Go get some food. And so
0: you, come are hand. you already tired of Jimmy John's and Chipotle yet? <laughs>
1: I will never be tired of Chipotle. I am tired of Jimmy
2: Johnson. Okay. Go to Thai Cottage. It's right behind you. It's so good. I saw it.
1: I saw it on the on leaving leaving the night. So I might I might get it's it. It's amazing. Something.
2: Get the red curry, spice level three. Ooh, this is interesting three. for for This uh, is listeners. very interesting. Spice level three, huh? Is yeah,
0: that,
2: they do one through
0: five uh, scale. Okay. Clear the science is oh. right up. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh let's talk about what I done did. Um I done watched Mandalorian. I done I don't what did I do? Uh nothing probably I didn't I no I really didn't. I'm looking at the calendar. I didn't do anything, man. I watched uh some TV. I started watching <laughs> the stand. Um Okay, yeah, yeah. I'm enjoying it so far. Uh, you no, know, Michael. Three.
2: I watched the first two. Okay. The second one is not really uh too connected to the first one. But okay. I liked it. I liked the first one better, but um I'm in. I'll see where it goes. Okay. D- uh, Ron, what were you saying? I don't know. I forgot.
0: Radical. Um so sweet. Cool. Uh, that's that's really all I did. I didn't do anything exciting. It's been su- I've been so busy.
2: Um, I'll Was go. Is my turn?
0: I- <laughs> I'll cut out okay, that silence. That's great. No, go
2: ahead. Normally, Ron's second. Um, I am. I f- <gasps> I watched the- some-
0: Whoa!
2: Wow, it's a lot Nobody of heard editing, it. Michael. Heard Golly! It. No,
0: All right, so that's at uh, minute. Uh, <laughs> what is that? Minute uh, sixteen. That's it. Got it.
1: I'm done on the show now. Bye, guys.
0: Okay, we'll put the big anyway piece in there for you.
2: What I did was I, of course, started the new season of Drag Race. First episode's out. Yes, fantastic. Very dramatic. Um, I also watched part four of Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, the final, the fourth and final part. Was oh, that out? Yeah. Kind of under the radar, but it came out this uh, on Friday. It was good. That's all I did. Watched stuff. Worked. As usual. Learned. Nice.
0: Um, yeah, I didn't do anything so, exciting.
2: I
1: have been going to Ikea. Oh no. I'm losing it. I lost it. It's As great. you can see behind me, I got new bookshelves.
0: Those are very nice. And I got nice. and I got
1: and I got a wall shelf.
0: A floating shelf.
1: Got a float shelf. Look, I wow. got my, my my Naruto's on it,
0: you know? And the tra- I love that that tray pool up there. That's that's great.
1: Yeah, my best friend drew that for me. He was pretty, pretty pretty legit. That's awesome. So yeah, that's all I've been doing. Just going to Ikea. Losing my mind.
0: Nice. Ikea's fun. Ikea's great. Did you did you get any of the food yet?
1: No, I'm not touching the food area. I just a- I'm getting it now. getting out.
0: Okay, go to go to, go to the, go to the food and get a juice box of lingonberry juice. I'm telling you. Yeah, I don't know about yeah, that. I'm t- I'm telling you. Lincoln- yeah, I get, get out. Maybe it's too many people at IKEA. Don't go. I mean, that's that's also facts. It's true. Um, it's real out there. People getting COVID left and right. Left and right. Um. Anyway, let's get on to the news. Um, Morbius News. Oh, God, do we have to? Uh, Jared Leto says the Marvel Comics adaptation should be a, quote, big fun popcorn movie. Yikes. This is from the artiste Jared Leto. Of course. Um, Unlike many other studios, Sony Pictures decided fairly early on last year to delay its entire 21 uh, film slate. Um, That meant movies like Morbius and Venom, Let There Be Carnage, were pushed into 2021, um, with the former heading our way in March. Really? Um, Oscar winner and former Joker, (laughs) Jared Leto, plays the living vampire and opened up on his Marvel debut in an interview with Variety. The actor didn't say much about what fans can expect, but described it as, quote, a Jekyll and Hyde story that's just big and fun. And sometimes is a little scary, which I think is different for that genre. I'm excited about it. This That should be a big, fun popcorn movie.
2: Huh. And we, we kind of did this with Venom, I feel like, you know? Yeah. The Jekyll and well, Hyde thing. I mean, it's not Jekyll and Hyde, but it's kind of similar, the duality aspect.
0: I, I also feel like, well, I also assume Jared Leto's never seen Venom.
2: I'm sure he I mean, hasn't. Of
0: course not. You know, I assume he's never seen any of these movies. And that's so funny to me that someone who considers themselves such to be, you know, a hoity-toity actor, if you will, um, would, you know, be expounding the virtues of being in a poppo- a big popcorn movie.
2: Do you think he's bracing people
0: for it being bad? Yes, absolutely. Yes. Jared Leto's, Jared Leto has to know this is a bad movie.
2: Unless it's great. We'll see. We could...
0: I mean, it could. Maybe
2: be. we're not reading the TV leaves. There's leads no way this movie is great.
0: This this movie is going to be as bad as Bloodshot.
1: Wonder Woman 1984 failed us, and the trailers was good. <laughs> right. So
2: Whatever. That's those good trailers for bad movies and bad trailers. You're not wrong. Movies all the time. I You're mean, Snyder, Zack Snyder.
0: Snyder makes great trailers.
2: Suicide That's Squad. True. That was a great trailer. Yeah. I we'll agree. See.
0: Um, Wonder a visionary new era visionary has arrived in this thrilling New Year's Day TV spot uh, to ring in 2021. Marvel Studios has released an awesome new TV spot for WandaVision, offering a great sneak peek at what's to come as, as the Scarlet Witch and the Vision navigate life as an ordinary suburban couple.
2: Um, there's been several new TV spots. It's since, true. There's been a few of them, but there was one today that was like...
0: Oh, I didn't see the one today.
2: It had a. um, Actually, it'll be in the next article, but did you guys watch this? I meant to tell you ahead of time.
0: Oh. um, No, I didn't see the one today. I saw the original, the one from last week. What's your hype level? Oh. Where where are we putting it? This is going to be phenomenal. I have no doubt in my mind that this is going to be. um, How many Emmys is it going to (laughs) win?
2: None. I think they're gearing up, I think they're angling for Emmys. I'm not kidding. So, I'm not saying it's going to happen, but that's what they want to happen.
0: Well, they're not going to win Oscars, so you know that ship has sailed. They did that. I mean, Winter Sol- If Winter Soldier didn't do it,
2: well, I think Emmys are different. You know, right? I There's know. More... So
0: like, Oscar well, Emmys, they could they could get that. Well, Emmys is
2: the Oscars of TV. Exactly, you know?
0: but but it's less it's less snooty. I feel like.
2: Agreed. Yeah. So,
0: so that's what I'm saying. it's like they could t- Marvel could totally win. Um, a, a big Emmy, and not just like effects or something.
2: I mean, if Game of Thrones can win Best Drama in its final season, <laughs> right? You know, or Best Writing, it won Best Writing. I don't remember, but I think it could exceed
0: in some categories. I, I mean, absolutely. I agree. I agree. Um, also more Wandavision news. Um, Marvel Studios finally confirms the episode count for the upcoming Disney Plus series. Um, in a press release announcing the addition of Kristen. Uh, Anderson Lopez and Robert Lopez as the writers uh, of the sitcom theme songs. We will hear throughout the series. It's been revealed that WandaVision will run for nine episodes. That means it will end the week before the Falcon, and the winter soldier premieres on March 19th. Quote, the series is directed by Matt Shank, uh, Shakeman, uh and Jack Schaefer as head writer composer is Christoph Beck. And the theme for certain episodes is Kristen is by Kristen Anderson Lopez and Robert Lopez uh, featuring nine episodes, division kicks off on Disney Plus on January fifteenth. So it's neither six nor eight. It is nine.
2: It is nine. Super but dope. it still might be six hours long, which is maybe like forty-minute episodes. You know, we'll see. Sure, I, it's all up in the air. But you said uh, the interesting.
1: Ordered in, some will be longer.
2: Yeah, so maybe some will be thirty. Maybe some will be an hour. It might be Mandalorian style. You know,
0: and I'm okay with uh, that. Like I don't on a on a show on a streaming show like even on a tv show but you would never get it on a network but on a streaming show i'm not married to all episodes being the same length the same length yeah like it doesn't i feel like that's an outdated model
2: it is especially for streaming because episodes have to be a certain length on tv for commercial purposes you know so it's right. like fit in a block well and end on this at this point well, but i think it really constrains your writing so it's like if they don't have any more to say and they're at the thirty-minute mark, then like end it. And you know, if they have a lot more that they want to put in at the thirty-minute mark, then just keep right. it going. You know, I think that's the beauty of beauty of streaming.
0: Right. Exactly. Yep. And that's kind of similar to The Sopranos and um, expanding what what we knew as TV season lengths on their final season. David Chase was like, "Hey, I need nine more episodes." or however many it is, to be able to tell this to end this, the series. And they're like, uh, I don't know about that. Like, well, what if we do a mid-season finale, the first one ever, and then just come back later and do season six, part two? And then now now everybody does that. Like, that's super common. Um, mm-hmm. So this, you know, and Mandalorian does this pretty well uh, with varying episode lengths. Um, What was that show with the young Beverly from It in it that we watched? On Netflix I'm not okay with this yes that that one that one had varying lengths too um, yeah some of them are like 15 minutes long yeah it was weird. really weird but it worked um, yeah a minute episodes worked so as long as you trust the showrunners to know to the the pacing and the editing
2: um, I mean also um, we don't know how far they're going with the sitcom parallels you know they might right. be like 23 minutes a few of them Who knows? what if
0: we get commercial break fake commercial breaks in the sitcoms
2: that would be fantastic.
0: that'd be pretty funny. I'm here. Or like for
2: they end on a commercial break and then it cuts to like the real world, you oh, know? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: That'd I'm be okay cool. with all that.
2: That'd be good. But the 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 cool thing in this promo was that there was a Wandavision theme song. It was like an old 50 yes. style sung. Uh I think it probably accompanies the black and white era. But it says that these people are doing themes for certain episodes. So I bet they're doing like maybe like a Brady Brady Bunch style one, and you know, well, the, I mean, yeah. different styles accompanying different episodes.
0: The just I mean, from the still frame from the article above this one, the one that we first read, those are the Brady Bunch. That's the Brady Bunch house. Like those are the mm-hmm. stairs and the the that's the, the hair. Whole, yeah, that's all Brady Bunch. Um, but anyway, Aquaman spinoff show <laughs> um, focusing on Amber Heard's Mara rumored to be in the works for HBO Max. According to Insider, Daniel Richtman, um, Herd is currently in talks with Warner Brothers to star in Mera. Um, oh, to star in a Mera series for the upcoming stream or for the new streaming service. Um, the likes of Peacemaker, Green Lantern, and Justice League Dark are already in development for HBO Max, but the streamer is going to need a lot more content. Uh, if it hopes to compete with the vast array of Marvel and Star Wars shows coming to Disney+. Plus, So while this should be obviously treated as a rumor for the time being, we're inclined to believe that there might be some truth to the report. Um, I I believe it. I don't know if it'll get off the ground, but I believe they are at least talking about any potential show that they can get out of any of their properties. And that Mara would be one of them. Yep. Because she was one of the more fan favorite elements of the Aquaman movie.
2: Yeah, but now she's kind of hated online, you know? Amara or Amber Heard? Amber Heard. Well, yeah, she is, of course. So I don't think that's a good idea, just business-wise. Like, not even... I'm not even talking about her acting or what Amara's story would be. I just think, why do you need to make something with that controversy behind it? You know? Just move on to the... You have so many things in your toolkit.
1: You think DC actually cares, though?
2: If they um, want to make money, they should it's a business i think it's a business i mean when all is said and done but but i don't what, some people won't watch the it because it's amber heard what
1: uh, i mean so why why don't they just let her go from the project anyway like from being Mara. because i'm general, sure she's got some sort like of they thing haven't that. That.
2: well i think it's one thing to keep her in the movie but it's another thing to give her a spinoff you know I don't know. No, I feel like no one will watch because no one will tune in for Amber Heard, but people will tune out for Amber Heard. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I agree. No one's like a big Amber Heard fan and going to be like,
2: yeah, so I don't know. I'm in favor of recasting because I don't like her or Johnny Depp. Um, So, or the character, you could just do without the character, honestly. (laughs) I like, I like Mara in the comics, but in the movies, she's very uh, disposable, you know? Right. Who's going to wine bend?
0: I I mean, uh. yeah, you're right. Um, Wonder Woman 1984 becomes 2020's most streamed movie, but bombs during second weekend in China. Uh, the Hollywood Reporter reveals that Wonder Woman 1984 has been watched uh, more during its first few days as H- on HBO Max than any other um, SVOD release in 2020. What's SVOD? Straight to video on demand? Or- Streaming video yeah. on demand. Oh, yeah. An impressive 23% of those who streamed the DC Comics sequel over the holidays specifically subscribed to the service in order to do so, with 14% likely to continue uh, paying that monthly fee. Warner Media is bound uh, to be pleased by this. Uh, and news no doubt justifies uh, the company's controversial decision to release Warner Brothers' entire 2021 film slate on HBO Max. While Wonder Woman 1984 did solid numbers in the North American box office, the same cannot be said for China. Many of the year's top grossing movies are from the Middle Kingdom, so Warner Brothers was likely banking on similarly similarly big numbers. Instead, the sequel is facing a 92% decline with just a 1.5 million uh, dollar box office during its second weekend after a disappointing eighteen point eight million debut. That's um, rough dog. That's that's a huge drop. I don't know what I don't know like what it what the, the COVID level of decline normally is week to week in China. Uh but that seems well, like that seems high.
2: Yeah the level of decline is about the same as normal um, you know, movie going. Like uh Tenet dropped maybe I think it was like sixty percent. You know, but it had a really big opening weekend. So you should be in the fifty. You should be in the forty to sixty percent range to not be considered like, oh no, I'm bombing. You know, right. So ninety percent is like it's done. Like it's not gonna make any more money. I think maybe since there's like high quality versions of it online, piracy has something to do with it. Because oh, they don't have it. They don't have sure. HBO Max there, but they can. You know, they can find a way to watch it. You know, of course. Um. So if you're, I feel like pairing um a pandemic where like you're considering whether or not you should risk going to the theater with having a high quality torrentable version online you know this is not a good match for for box office
0: yeah i agree um i know yeah i don't know i i have no desire to watch it have dylan you you enjoyed the movie more than we than we did uh have you watched it since on hbo max
2: no, but I always take a while to watch it. Like I've just started having the itch to watch Birds of Prey again. Oh, okay, sure. So it takes me it takes me some months. But this is a complicated situation. Whether or not Wonder Woman is doing well, yeah. As, um, the next, like this article, this article kind of implies that it is not doing terribly. You know, because it had an okay weekend here and it was the most streamed movie. But also, I think that's America only because HBO Max isn't anywhere
0: else. It's Just here. All right, but um, oh, speaking of HBO Max, you know what's wild? So I don't know if you guys saw. We didn't talk about it last week, but um HBO Max and Roku finally have their deal, and mm-hmm. uh, they work together now. Okay, oh, cool. and I don't, I don't know if you remember. So I, I use Roku, but I don't know if you remember. But I talked about how I canceled my HBO Max and signed up through Hulu so that I could watch the stuff on the Hulu app. Yes. Right. Now, don't. Wonder Woman is not on the Hulu app.
2: Oh, with you to do HBO Max.
0: Oh. However, with HBO Max, you can sign in through your TV provider, and you can list Hulu as your TV provider and log mm. in that way. So I'm paying Hulu, but I'm using the app, the HBO Max app, which is just a Makes really sense. weird, like, yeah, model. that's
1: an interesting one reach around.
0: Right, but it works. They, yeah. the, they definitely want to force you to have that app, their oh, app. Oh, absolutely. You know. Um, Disney Plus crushed HBO Max in app downloads over Christmas as soul battered, battled, uh, well, also battered, uh, Wonder Woman 1984, (laughs) um, HBO's, uh, I'm sorry, Wonder Woman 1984's HBO Max debut was definitely beneficial for the streaming service as Bloomberg is reporting the streaming service set a single day record for downloads of its mobile app following the release of the DC comics adaptation. 554,000 users signed up from Friday to Sunday, with a record of 244,000 downloads on Sunday itself. Um, There are obviously other ways to get HBO Max, including through smart TVs and devices like Roku and Amazon Fire Stick. However, uh, However, this data still offers a good idea of the interest level. As of now, HBO Max's total numbers of mobile users reportedly stands just shy of 12 million. Uh, however, the big winner uh, was Disney+. Plus. There were 2.3 million global downloads over the same period. Um, and the subscriber count now stands at 87 million following the release of Soul. That's wild. Insane. Insane. That's, the amount of money that Disney has got to be raking in from Disney+, is just astounding.
2: With a comparison, it is important to keep in mind that HBO is America only for some that, reason. True. And, Sol- and Disney+, Plus is in lots of markets. But still, they're... Doing really well, nowhere near Netflix, but you know, they're doing great for like having been out for a year with little content. So, you know? how many
0: subscribers does something like Netflix have? Do you do you have any idea? I don't
2: remember. I just remember it like dwarfed uh, okay these number. But it's I don't know. It's interesting the like measuring the success of Wonder Woman because it said it sort of had five hundred fifty four thousand new users. Right, which it's eleven dollars to sign up. You know, yeah. so that's like it's about $6 million and that they raked in for that, which, you know, wonder woman should have a hundred million dollar opening weekend, you know? Yeah. Right. So if those, if those, um, I did the math and if those users keep the service for a year for 12 months, if everyone who signed up for it that weekend, which is not going to happen. Yeah. But let's just say they did, if they all signed up and kept it for 12 months, that would be $73 million.
0: That they would get, which Ooh. is still like well, what was the previous article that we said they're projecting a fourteen percent retention or something like? That's yeah, garbage. Twenty three percent. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's horrible.
2: Oh no, no, you're right. Twenty percent streamed it. Who already had it? Fourteen percent who bought it are likely to continue paying. So that's not a lot. It's not good. No, it's. I if mean, this is
0: accurate. It's
2: hard to. I don't know, it's just hard to make your money back by throwing it on a streaming service for free, you know?
0: Right. Now, what if what if it had like a $5 ticket or something like that? Something that isn't a $30 Mulan rental, but like you have the streaming service that you're paying for and then a small ticket charge. There know? might be a sweet spot there where people are willing to pay, but... Because I'm not about the $30 on top of my subscription fee. No, sir. <laughs>
2: um, I, still think, I still think you could maybe get away with 20 I do too. I think it's 20. more digestible. Because thirty dollars
0: is just like, ugh, like you
2: never pay Could that for a movie even now? on Blu-ray. Right. Could you
1: imagine paying for this movie? I would've. Wonder Woman, mind you.
2: I would have. Yes, I can. What do you
0: mean paying for um
1: it? Like no, 20, if you had the streaming service and he was like, hey, cool, you wanna oh, watch this, it's twenty bucks. It's 20 thirty bucks? bucks.
0: Yes, twenty bucks I like I agree with Dylan. Thirty for whatever reason just sounds ridiculous to me. Uh, where twenty that's like that. That's still, I think, borderline for some people. I think if you put it at ten or fifteen dollars, fifteen on the high end. But if you, I think if you did it at ten, you'd get you'd get way more buys. Even
1: so, though, like I'd be upset if I had to pay to watch this movie. Like I'm on already a paying for service it's on fine. a
0: service you already have,
1: right? But like, if I would have went with y'all to the movie, I would have been super upset. Right. This movie
2: wasn't good. Very unfortunate.
0: I don't think it was all that bad. I just it wasn't as good as the first one. Um,
2: But I mean, even if it has a ten dollar price tag, they had five hundred fifty four thousand dollars. Five hundred fifty four thousand new users. You need ten million people to buy that ten dollar price tag to make it to start to make it worth it. You know, and we're not even talking about how. This movie, Wonder Woman One, made like eight hundred and fifty million. We're talking about a hundred billion, you know. Right? Like we're right. we're already being very generous with the, um, goal. You know, like Wonder Woman Two should have made a billion dollars.
0: Yeah. Oh, it it probably would have if it opened in the summer. And there wasn't a virus, and you know whatever. You might be right.
2: I don't know. The bad word of mouth might
0: have changed it. Wonder oh, Woman One had a really good word of mouth.
2: It would have it for sure. You, you you might be right, though. But yeah, it should... I don't know. We're not going to get to where we were before with streaming. No,
0: not, for, oh, no. not for a long time. Um, Justice League star Ray Fisher won't take part in, in any project DC film boss Walter Hamada works on. Um, Ray Fisher's battle with Warner Brothers over these Justice League reshoots have reached its end, um, and so has Warner Media's investigation into what happened. Details on the ramifications for those accused... Joss Whedon, Jeff Johns, and John Berg uh, have not been revealed, but the cyborg actor appears to be satisfied with how things ultimately panned out. The actor hit back with some claims on his own, and following a piece on Hamada in the New York Times, he's now taken to Twitter to make something clear. He won't work on any DC project Hamada is a part of. Um, Quote, Walter Hamada is the most dangerous kind of enabler. He lies, and wbpr -er Failed to uh, failed September fourth hit piece sought to undermine the very real issues of the Justice League investigation. I will not participate in any productions association associated with him. Wow uh,
2: this is a conclusion
0: yeah that's it. We've been talking about this for a long time to be um, continued
2: though because we still don't know what they did yeah um, I don't yeah. know like what's what's the reason if he's really if it's done, you know, and he's not going to work with them, what's the reason for not saying what they did? You know? Right. I just want to know. Like, I want to know if mm. it's cancel-worthy. You got to tell me before right. I cancel someone, I want to know what they
1: did. Legally, he can't say, right?
2: There, oh, there has to he be. He must be. Yeah. But, like, he's done everything but. So, it's interesting. Right. Like, he's endlessly trash-talked to them. So, normally things like that are like, oh, you can't speak negatively of this. You know, yeah, and he didn't sign an NDA saying he wouldn't talk about whatever happened. So I don't know. I just want to know. You know, like what? What should we like? I'll believe you if you say it. Just tell me.
0: Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, I this next our news article. I think we read this last week, didn't we? Uh, Green Lantern uh, HBO Max series. Oh yeah, breakdowns confirmed. Jessica, yeah, we did. Jessica Cruz and Simon we did. my bad. Oh, that's all good. I was like, wait a minute. we that already looks familiar. Um, but yeah, but that's a, that is exciting to have Jessica Cruz and Simon Bass show up on TV. Uh, but Justice League Ooh. director Zack Snyder teases book one with a new shot of a beefed <laughs> up Ben Affleck as Batman. <laughs>
1: beefed
0: uh, up. He beefed it. Beefed. <laughs> we still don't have a, speci- a specific release date for Zack Snyder's Justice League. Um, the Kino files Uh, but we do know that it's coming to hbo max in march um now the filmmaker has taken to vero to tease book one (laughs) the title we're assuming of the first chapter in the first four-part event series which is coming to the streaming service i can't wait book one boys (laughs) i love i don't like it it means i knew michael would appreciate this it means i'm smart i like books. This is
2: taking it beyond <laughs> Avatar. Who does chapters? You know, this is, Jeez, this is this is this is a whole season of Avatar.
0: This is Look, a, This is really just. I don't even understand this. This is it's a, a book this, series, Michael. He's 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 such. I said this. I said this last week or the week before. He's such a parody. Like I don't. Like it's like we're writing his lines here. Like what will the collection be called of the books? A saga? No, 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 no. Epic. The Epic. The Epic. (laughs) The Epic.
1: The Epic quadrilogy.
0: I'm waiting for him him to say Kino. He'll do it. Oh, you know he will. He will. Oh, Dylan, I discovered... It's not for kids. I discovered a Blu-ray label uh, company called uh, Kino Lorber. I was like, oh, yes. Only the best films. Um but yeah, I'm waiting for Zack Snyder to say I need to get Vero so I can follow Zack Snyder. I want I, I want to be the only one that follows him. Um or I want him to be the only person I follow, I should say. Um I can't wait. Uh, wait, it's coming in March? It's coming oh, soon. Yes. We'll have to organize our uh watch parties by then so we can uh I know watch. we're
2: gonna have Falcon the Winter Soldier and Book One of <laughs> the <laughs>
0: Zack Snyder's <Justice laughs> book one. Epic. <laughs> Book 1. Um I hate it, dude. Amazing Spider-Man Peter Parker is getting a crazy new tech-based costume next March. In the pages of Amazing of, of Amazing Spider-Man next year, this year, um the hero is getting an, another new look designed by artist Dustin Weaver. The this vibrant new costume is unlike any the wall crawler has worn before. You can check out the artist's spectacular variant covers for March uh for March's Amazing Spider-Man 62. Uh, and April's Amazing Spider-Man 63. It's certainly something for the something new for the hero. "Quote: This design was really a collaborative effort between Nick Spencer, um, editor Nick Lowe, and I. Uh, they reined in the weirder and more techie features, and I was br- bringing and helped uh, create something that I thought is simple and both futuristic and classical," um, Weaver says in a press release uh cool I, I there's so many spider costumes i like i I'm, I'm in for something new i like a I like a tech i saw it's a lot of
2: hate a lot of hate for this online and it's oh, like, really?
0: Just, it's like it's
2: gonna last a few issues it's not well didn't it's not like his new this relative happened
0: costume. relatively <laughs> yeah. re- <Still> angry <laughs> this happened relatively recently with some other character where they got a new costume for uh, it happened a with Scarlet something. Spider too, remember? Yeah, it happened
1: with Peter Parker not too long ago.
0: There was some, with yeah, Fox. I want to say it was like Peter Parker, right? It was whenever
1: he was doing his Iron Man stuff, like he was like more of a of head of the, of the company, the, he was doing all the international stuff, right? Yeah, like a, people hated it.
0: I, th- I think just like, this, this costume does kind of look um, retro 90s throwback uh, to me, even though it's new. Um. Uh, it, but I'm I'm okay a little with little ho- little hokey, but right. like it's a little ho- right. But so is Spider Man. Like
2: yeah, it's fine for a temporary costume. But like, just, I just think it's funny the culture behind people getting so enraged by stuff like this. Like it happened when you know they had evil Steve Rogers and Secret Empire. You know, mm-hmm. it's like that's not gonna stick. Like it's everything's temporary in comics. It's fine. You know, or right. Peter like, dying yeah it's like Whoa. just go with it it's fine Bro, uh, it, it feel like it's always people yeah. the people i see complaining are people who maybe enjoy the movies more and don't really know the mechanics of the comics and how right like you have to keep in mind that it's not a movie where once every three or four years you get one entry you know like
0: right it's like they have to turn out a month. new story
2: every month like they're gonna try new things if movies were that frequent if it was like a soap opera you know
0: like the, right. and the beautiful marvel like there would be crazier things happening too you know exactly mm-hmm. um tom cruise set to resume mission impossible 7 filming in the uk with tier 4 covid 19 protocols um, um oh F- After taking a quick Christmas holiday in the United States, Tom Cruise has returned to the UK for what's expected to be the final leg of filming for this hotly awaited action sequel, Mission Impossible 7. However, after expressing frustration at crew members for not following safety protocols earlier this month, the entire production has now shifted from Warner Brothers Studio uh, Levinson to long cross film studios which is a former uk administrative defense site that was used to test army tanks and currently falls within tier four the highest level of covid 19 restrictions um, mi7 is expected to wrap principal photography at long cross presumably sometime in january slash february but it's currently unclear whether crews and company will stick to their original plan of heading straight into production on mi8 or if they'll take a short hiatus a uh, hiatus uh, to reset and change as COVID cases spike devastatingly in the UK and across the globe. It's kind of aw- awkward as Tom Cruise has been like trying to call other people out for issues.
2: I know. I think it's really not funny, but hypocritical. I mean, you know, it's,
0: it's maybe
2: not funny, ha, but you know, he's just on such a high horse. You know, it's funny when you know he gets knocked down a peg. So right it's you can't be like oh safety like i hate you all and then be like oh there's tier four you know covid restrictions but we will keep filming mission the world needs mission impossible 7. seven
0: seven you know? exactly it's necessary
2: <laughs> like i get you're creating a bunch of jobs you know but like
0: where are the priorities where's the line you know right
1: there is no line
0: um i mean just chill we don't i'm need still looking to forward to it right. though of course um, the Suicide Squad director James Gunn confirms that the DC movie will indeed be R-rated. Um, we've been hearing for a while now that the Suicide Squad will boast an R rating, and Gunn has now made that official while responding to a fan on social media. This obviously is not surprising, uh, but comes as a welcome confirmation. Regardless, Suicide Squad arguably has suffered from being PG thir- uh, suffered from being PG thirteen. Um, and with an R rating, Gunn has the chance to embrace the craziness and violence associated with Task Force X. Um, I mean, yeah, that that probably is will serve this movie for the best, honestly. Or appropriate, I think. Yeah, at squad. least at least for James Gunn's style. Um, he also confirmed that Peacemaker will not be
2: someone. Some art some like uh, you know website tweeted that Peacemaker will also be airing on CW. No, oh. but then he tweeted he like quoted it and said that it was not um appropriate for cw so that will not be happening so peacemaker and will be tvma confirmed
0: okay um wonder woman 1984 director patty jenkins on why she decided not to helm Thor: the dark world before Alan Taylor signed on to direct Thor with The Dark World, Patty Jenkins was attached to the Marvel sequel. She ultimately parted ways with the project over uh, creative differences, but Jenkins has now elaborated on why exactly she decided to step away and let someone else take the helm. Quote, they wanted to do a story that I thought was not going to succeed. I knew that it couldn't uh, be me. It couldn't be me uh, that uh, that had that happen. I, uh, I was like, if they hired any guy to do it, uh it was it was going to be no big deal, but I knew in my heart I could not make a good movie out of the story they wanted to do. I mean
1: I've heard this before? Is this old? Um I don't think so. I mean I've heard I've heard this before. I don't I don't know how, but I heard it
0: before.
2: Well the I think the male female comparison is new. I'm sure she's talked about it
0: before. Yeah, she has talked about it before. No, I, I, feel I like
2: I heard it verbatim. I I could oh, be really? wrong. I'm Well regardless my mind. Of that, um, she's not wrong, I agree with what she's saying because she's obviously struggling a lot with Wonder Woman, you know, which is you know many would say a misstep, so I don't mm-hmm. think she would have been offered Wonder Woman as she directed Thor the Dark World, you know it's obviously harder for oh absolutely, and even not only if you're a female director and you make a movie that's not good, do you hurt yourself, but you also kind of shut the door behind you for other female unfortunately for other female filmmakers because you know studios are like well we tried hiring a woman it didn't work we'll go back to this you know i think that's right. the mentality so it's just unfortunate and it's that way for everyone like black creators lgbt creators it's it's like they're like oh well we tried working with this type of person we did and,
0: your thing and then it didn't and work.
2: it didn't work out so we'll just go back to white dudes so i see what she's saying she didn't want to be the reason that she ended her own, you know, career before it actually
0: took off. I get that. Totally. I get that. Especially, I agree. You know, having been so acclaimed for monster, you know, um, mm-hmm. you know, it's kind of um, sad because it took
2: her like a decade after monster came out to get another big gig, you know? Yeah. yeah. So for real. either she wasn't being offered them or she was being really choosy for out of fear of like failing on something.
0: Well, it seemed to work out for her cause she got, three wonder woman's out of this thing and uh star wars so yeah but maybe a dude wouldn't have had to wait that long you oh, know? D- oh he- absolutely wouldn't have i mean look at all the garbage directors that keep getting jobs and mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. um last bit of news here wandavision prolific voice actress um gray De- um ooh, um DeLizley. delisle delisle okay yeah uh, Gray DeLisle Griffin confirms role in the Dis- animated I'm sorry in the Disney Plus series. Um, ahead of the Marvel show January 15th debut on Disney Plus an interesting name has joined the cl- the cast. Prolific voice actress Gray DeLisle Griffin who is perhaps best known for voicing Daphne on the Scooby-Doo franchise will be part of the series. Um, it's going to be a voice role and that just makes us all the more in- intrigued. Could she be playing a CGI character of some sort? there's been speculation that everyone from Mephisto to nightmare could show up. So perhaps we're getting a fresh take on one of them or to, alternatively, the voice actress could be one of their, uh, could be voicing one of their minions. Um, hmm. She, okay. She's really. best
2: known. For, she, she plays Azula in avatar also, but oh. she voices Azula. Um, She does a lot. She does Mandy and Billy and Mandy. And she's like one of those cartoon network people that just does everything, you know? Right, um, but I think it's interesting that they hire such a big voice actor for this show. Like, what will be, what will have a voice in WandaVision? It, she's gonna be confused.
0: It. No, what if it was a uh, like an alternate uh, Wanda in her head or something? You know, some sort of like. Uh... You would think they would just have Elizabeth Olsen for that.
2: I don't know. Yeah, maybe Vision makes the wife like in the comics like a like a robot lady, and she voices that. I don't know.
0: Maybe. Interesting, but that's, that we'll is, definitely is an interesting little wrinkle to this. Uh, Nothing it,
2: about the show is adding up, but no, and
0: we'll I'm no, okay. We'll know that. soon. I'm very excited for this show, but very let's get exciting. on to the show that everyone has wanted to talk about. All customers want uh, to talk about is the Mandalorian season two. Um, have to. I will. I, yes. Um, I will preface this by saying um, I had everything spoiled for me uh ahead of obviously um so now i also didn't care enough because i knew in well okay i didn't know but i thought there couldn't be a spoiler that i would care about that would be better than the child in season one you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like if there's going to be a spoiler it's going to be something that i don't care about or lame or whatever and I was, I would, I would say, to an extent, I was wrong. Um, not that I don't care about. Um, I just don't jumping right to the Ahsoka thing um, is like I have no basis for being a fan of Ahsoka in any way. I never watched the. But you also knew she was coming. Yes, yes, right. So it's not really a surprise. But she was portrayed really well. I thought that was. She was.
1: Did you get the uh, the last bit spoiled for you in Episode Eight? Oh,
0: absolutely, I did.
1: Oh, interesting. Because nobody talked to me about that part. except for that so okay
0: so there's this was a another shortest shortish season i think what six episodes um or eight eight Eight. okay whatever i'm tripping um i don't know if we need to go episode by episode here and talk about this um but uh john favreau directed the first one um peyton reed directed two of them uh bryce dallas howard Carl Weathers, Dave Filoni, and Robert Rodriguez, and Rick uh, Um, Did you guys? What, what? Let's do overall impressions. What did you think of the show or the season? Actually, before we do that, did you? Uh, we we reviewed the first one. Did I think we were all kind of like, eh, you know, it, it was pretty good. But, bag. It
2: was a mixed well, bag for me. The first I think
0: one. I enjoyed That's it, amazing. but it was very, very overrated it is not nearly as good as people are saying it is.
1: No, it's a savior. It's a savior for star Wars.
0: You know, (laughs) Dylan, I got a uh, Facebook memory the other day uh, of you posted a meme on my Facebook uh, about rogue one opinions. And then cut to, I read the comments of it. And it was you arguing with somebody, a mutual friend of ours, former employee, um who um uh it's like, who's talking bad about Rogue One? And you're like, Oh no, should we tell him? Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. But uh, uh, Star Wars. Yeah. It's Star Wars has been Rogue One is uh, good. <laughs> Star Wars have been a problem either way. Star Wars has been a problem for a while. Like yes. with being yes. divisive and being problematic. Um not problematic in that way, but problematic in like this is not as good as y'all are saying it is. And the, and it I is They have okay.
2: managed to please everyone in no.
0: any aspect, you know. And and even the originals didn't do that. Plenty of the people that liked the first two did not like Return of the Jedi because they hated the Ewoks. They thought it was for kids and you know whatever. You know, but everybody needs to chill out. Mandalorian is fine. It's not the best thing in the world. I actually thought this season was better than the first one. I thought it was an improvement. Yeah. I agree. I agree with that. Um, I think they hit their stride better. I th- somehow think Cara Dune got worse. Cara I think they let her talk more or something. I don't like,
2: know. She still wasn't prominent.
0: Sure.
1: Cardoon. Holy.
0: Um. Uh. Um Gina Carano. Gina Carano. Oh. No, she was fine. Uh, she, I, she's just like, it's like talking to a, fa- a fence post. I feel like who's just,
2: I don't know. Well, this show has, a, I think, a female character problem with it. I noticed it when in the final episode, when they had, you know, the action sequence with the four female yes. characters. It was Cardoon, Bo-Katan, Ugh, Bo-Katan um, the other Mandalorian wrestler lady. <laughs> uh, Sasha Banks. Yeah. And uh, who was the fourth one? Or is it just those three? Uh, Wen's character. Oh, yeah, yeah. Her. Fennec, and Fennec then i realized yeah i I was watching it and then i realized they're all the same character like they all have the same motivationality, yeah like the exact same personality they're not even different women it was just I, yeah yeah i it felt unfulfilling for me like there weren't any fun interactions between them because they're all just carbon copy like you know like the there's like the male written hard, quote hard woman who's like right a stone cold heart hasn't you know been hardened by the world um doesn't turned off her emotions like that kind of thing which right I think and there's is, four of them yeah it was just a little jarring and I think that's what Cara Dune suffers from
0: and I and I agree with you because I think like um it's it's interesting that I feel like they were going for a look we have an all-female you know hit squad here at the end or whatever you know that we're focusing on like is it this cool but yeah, you're right. They were all kind of samesies.
2: Which yeah, that's why the Avengers one, although that was also, you know, not natural. It, I think it just hit better because they were in Endgame because they all had they're all different shapes and sizes and and personalities. And this one is just like ah, Absolutely. those four ladies.
0: They were cool though. I like them.
2: There was a lot of cool action.
0: Um. Yes. So I think I. I okay. So we've talked about this many, many, many times. Um, Ron and I, and I don't remember Dylan I think you just don't care uh, actively (laughs) dislike Boba Fett Oh bro, I hate him I have no
2: feelings about Boba Fett
0: Okay, so going into this I'll say um, and you know there's always been the rumors before this thing started Boba Fett's going to show up Boba Mm -hmm. Fett's going to show up and then you see in that first episode the dude, whatever I forget his name, Cobb something um, Cobb Vanth uh, is wearing the Boba Fett armor and he's like a sheriff or whatever. I'm like, <laughs> oh no. Oh, I remember it's, that. It's happening. You knew it was coming. It's like, you're going to do it. And you know what? I didn't hate Boba Fett in this because he was a character. Like, you know, I, or, or at least like more of a character than he was in the original trilogy. Oh, well,
1: sure. Yeah, they gave him so much. He luck. had
0: dialogue.
1: He didn't <laughs> die in the first couple of seconds, you know?
0: Right. And there's a story there. Like, that I'm sure... I, I am more looking forward to the Boba Fett show now than I would have been, ever w- without sure. seeing this. Like For sure, sure. now, I probably also wouldn't care and probably wouldn't watch it if we weren't going to talk about it on the show on this.
1: Not at all, dude.
0: Um, however, whatever, I'll watch it. Um, it'll be it'll be like this, right? It'll be like a week episode. You know, mm-hmm. you know, six, six, eight weeks, thirty minutes, no big deal. Um. But anyway, I think the best episode here is um, Episode 5, uh, The Jedi, with Ahsoka. I think that is hands down the best episode. Agreed. Um, and I, like I said, I don't care about Ahsoka. I mean, not that I dislike Ahsoka. I just don't know her from anything. I mm-hmm. I mean, I know what she looks like. I've sold the action figures. You know, I work at a comic book store. I know who Ahsoka Tano is. And, and I have read the novel because I was going through the thing where I was trying to read all the new continuity books. but. I didn't get a lot of out of the novel because I've never watched Was she in Rebels or Clone Wars? I can never remember. Clone Wars, right? Both. Both, Both. okay. Yeah. Well, I've never watched either of them, so either way. But <laughs> so I, was, I I thought that episode was very, very good.
1: I was telling Dylan he came in uh this past week and we were talking about Star Wars. I Ron watched the first half of the of the Mandalorian season two. Yeah. So I barely remember any of it. But that second half though Solid.
0: Yeah, the 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 back back half of
1: Mandalorian is fantastic.
0: I I agree. The back four episodes are significantly better than the first four.
2: Because
1: I think the first four, if I'm not mistaken, is all set up.
2: Not even that. It was like I was like, oh man, like halfway through the season, because the first four were very much. Oh, we need this quest. Yeah, and then and then they meet someone who's like, I'll give you this if you do this for me. The video game. The Man right. Yeah, a, f- a fetch quest, and then they did that like s- several times in a row. I was like, "Oh man!" Like they're doing they're doing this again. And Episode
0: it- two was the worst for me with the, the frog lady happen. and the ice planet. I was just having Lord of the Rings flashbacks, and I love Lord of the Rings. I love the movies. I love the extended editions. I'll watch all nine hours of it. Let's go. However, with with Frodo and Sh- and Sam in the Shelob layer. That is the bathroom break. That's when, like, that's that's when. That's I what gotta tell you though, it's I just, like
2: I hated that. Star before. Wars fans don't hate it, and I think that's because Dave Filoni, the showrunner of this, did Rebels and Clone Wars, which are kids' mm-hmm. cartoons, and this yeah, is yeah, very yeah. much that thirty-minute like, side adventure is very much a kid's like one of those episodes of Clone Wars. You know, like yeah, yes. clone, clone, I, clone Wars. I agree. Is, so I think they've been primed to appreciate that. I, I agree. In a way you. that we have it,
0: and you can tell that it's for children because the captions, like the the Frog Lady, doesn't have a name. The caption says at one point, "Frog Lady speaks frog."
1: <laughs>
0: like and that is the yeah. most, and that's the most lazy and un Star Wars thing. Like in Star Wars, everything's got a name. Yeah. Every character that you've never even heard of has a name, but this is the Frog Lady. Okay. Uh, but it's not even her name is wrong that it's,
2: yeah i mean it is it does have like a childish tone but it, it's not it even that it's like only for kids it's no, that, it's not but it, you have to it's appreciate lens. like the kids um periodical storylines you know versus right. a serialized one which is not something that is my cup of tea but i get i get why people like that it's more digestible more you get a like satisfaction weekly you know like a right. beginning, middle, and end story. So I understand the appeal. It's just not... Those first few weren't for me. And even the Ahsoka episode was like that. But that one, I think, was over... You know, the the, the bright parts of it, like the Ahsoka, the tone, the direction, the action, made it great. Whereas the one you're talking about, the Frog Lady one, didn't have any of that. Oh, so man. it was just like uh, that dull. F- that you know? Frog
0: Lady one, I mean, I was struggling not to run watch it the whole time. I was just like... <laughs> And awesome.
2: when Ahsoka left in her episode, like the way, I think you know it's a good episode because I was just like, "Can we go with her?" Like, I'd rather oh, see her yeah. go after Thrawn yes. than um mm-hmm. oh, continue. That, yeah, this, that was great know? that
0: they name dropped Thrawn. That was so cool. Like, uh, but I mean, did it and, make and, you
2: excited for Ahsoka's show in the way Boba Fett did for his show? More, even so. though you're not familiar.
0: More so, I think. I think Ahsoka seemed like oh, f- take knowing nothing about this. Um, I can tell you, Lori, Ron watched the first four episodes, didn't care at all. Like, maybe even didn't watch any of them. She watched the first full episode <laughs> and then didn't watch the next three and then watched The Jedi with me. She wasn't even planning to watch it. She was just on her phone when I started it. And then when Ahsoka showed up, she put the phone down and it was like riveted. I thought Ahsoka was the coolest. She just looks he so cool. she is the coolest dog. Yeah. Like, yeah. And like, and Rosario Dawson did an awesome job. I think that. She was really good in that in that role, and that you know, like, and I I get I understand people really like Bo Katan, but I don't know why. I mean, maybe she's in the cartoon, but like based on the show, like cartoons. But like based on the show, like she's fine. She's just like a Mandalorian, or you know, she's just like a emotionless droid,
1: basically. Yeah, yeah, Yeah.
0: Who has some? Well, she has some sort of emotion, some sort of a driving force about. She's gotta get Moff Gideon for some unexplicable reason.
2: Well she wants to get she the wants the sword. Dark well, Saber that so immediate. that she can
0: Yeah, you don't know that till the end. But
2: um It's just a I want power character, you know? Right. Which is interesting. But and, Well and, not interesting.
0: <laughs> and I've never I have de- never did okay, so I don't know again, I haven't watched the cartoon, but I have a problem with their man with the lady Mandalorian helmets. What is it? Why why do why are they different? Like they have like the, it's like the, the cartoons that like make the, 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 bo- the boy wolf and the, the girl wolf look different. Like the, the boy wolf's got the big nose and the whatever. And like, but the, the female Mandalorian helmets, they're like, the eyes are more like, you know, they, they go up in like an eyebrow thing and they're, they're more, <laughs> it's be more feminine. It's ridiculous. Like I, I thought that I was like, this, this is silly. Um, It feels, it feels kind of backwards. But um, I will say also, um, as ineffective and effectual as uh, Sasha Banks was, and who as whoever she played, I don't know that character's name. It was pretty cool that she hit a tornado DDT on somebody. I did catch that she <laughs> hit was, a tornado was, DDT on the in the, in the bar. Was, I'm like, oh, she did a DDT. she, I a job. Job. she, she had, had nothing to do. Right? She, she was, was fine. fine. She wasn't bad. But she was just like she was just there. Um, that could have been anybody. I oh, thought of the of the
2: bunch of new characters. Well, not
0: new, but of that group of characters that what's Ming Na
2: Wen's character's name? Do you know? Fennec Shand. Yeah, I thought she was the most interesting. I I, guess. Oh, I I agree. I agree, and i I'm, 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 that's another thing I'm looking forward to in Boba Fett is, I guess, more of her. I don't know.
0: Yeah. Um, I think um the stuff with Baby Yoda or Grogu, uh, was Grogu. Good. Grogu, real quick. Yeah, what's up? It's not. Oh yeah, good, we right? never. I don't mind it. I don't mind.
1: I don't know, man. I feel like it doesn't have the the Yoda
0: effect, you know.
1: Sure. Like it's so like I don't know. Yoda sounds better. I guess nothing's
2: gonna hit that nostalgic like something you've always known feeling. Okay, you know? okay so but we you have,
0: have you could have made cute though. Like we you have, have three names of characters bring. of this race. One Yattle? good one. One. Stupid one, and then Grogu in the middle. Yoda is if we're going good, yaddle, uh, yaddle. Yaddle. <laughs> yaddle, the bad one, and then Grogu in the middle. I'm fine with Grogu. Grogu's I fine. think Grogu is kind of I mean, cute. It's fine. I don't know, but I get I I, I get what you're saying though. Like it's, it's like, such an interesting choice. I mean, you know how you know how much they labored over that decision.
1: Oh yeah, you know they it months. How many focus groups? Right. Grogu, um, very interesting. Uh, I will never address him as Grogu. He he is the child or the baby. That's I think it. you
2: have to, they had to have something that wouldn't be too silly when he's an adult for future stuff. Right. Like if they is called Yoda him like, if they called him like Grogu, Gro- like <laughs> as cute as a baby, but like, you know, what happens in, when we do the, the sequel series with adult Grogu? And I don't know.
0: And I was definitely getting um, Piccolo Gohan vibes with, um, um, the Mandalorian and Grogu. You know, he sort of was like the step. Oh,
1: and the the training montage and stuff. I
0: thought that was kind of funny.
2: Um, no, we haven't talked about the Mandalorian himself, Pedro Pascal, at all. I I
0: thought he was pretty good. Um, I liked it. I thought I thought he. I thought we got to see his face a couple more times. Yeah, and I thought you know they did the the taking off the helmet. They did it pretty well, uh, as to not making yeah, it, it like, to not making it like. Look, Pedro Pascal is making a big deal about having his face be under a mask right. the whole time.
1: He had Which to do it for the mission.
0: I, yeah, right. And, fine. and I liked the, the bit with Bill Burr and him where Bill Burr was like, was like, you know, hey man, I didn't see mm-hmm. your face. You never took your helmet off. I, th- I thought they had a good chemistry. I like them together.
2: Oh, definitely. I just wanted to lose the helmet as a not Mandalorian fan. you know, just, I
0: don't care about the Mandalorians either, but they've already established like I feel like he could. Well, they've
2: established. Him. I feel like they planted the seeds for it because there were like the other Mandalorians called him like a radical, you know. Oh sure, yeah, so yeah. Maybe if he, maybe if he softens up on that a little bit. I don't maybe. know. I don't see a real reason for it other than the world rules. Like, what is the reason?
0: Yeah. No, you're right.
2: I need a better to have to not be able to connect with a character on this level. Like, you need to give me more of a reason. I feel like I don't. I
1: feel like somehow. Cause all right, so they're doing a Boba Fett show in between season two and three of The Mandalorian. I feel like mm-hmm. some between that somehow we're, he's not gonna have his helmet on most of the time for season three. I feel like I feel like this is gonna be a thing. Like he just gave you up think on it. You
2: know? Pedro Pascal won't. Yeah. Huh. I
1: feel like, I but with we're not the getting of this of this season that he will. He he's like changed.
0: But the next thing we're getting is the book of Boba Fett, right? That's what I yeah, that's what I meant. Sorry. And then and then Mandalorian. Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't know when Ahsoka is gonna happen, but
1: I wouldn't be surprised if we see if we wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if the Mandalorian was going to be in the Boba Fett show at some
0: point. Sure. For some reason. Happen. Who knows? Let's let's talk about the big spoiler at the end, the big surprise of Luke Skywalker showing up. So yeah. I was spoiled. I knew it. Uh, Dylan, did, not, did you know did ahead know. of time? I did not. Alright, so when did you know it was Luke? Like, the second it was a green lightsaber, the second there was a hooded guy? The
2: hooded guy, I think.
0: You're like, oh god. Like, and were, okay. were you like dreading it? Like, oh god, is this gonna be Luke? Or maybe when the X-Wing showed up. Oh yeah, or when the X-Wing shows up, you're like, oh no.
2: I was really hoping that it would be Ahsoka unless you changed your mind. You know, I don't think you need to have a oh, new Jedi. I think it would be a nice. It would tie it back to the middle of the season, not make it feel like such a filler episode. You know, sure. right? He showed up at the end, but so I was a little disappointed to see him. Honestly, also honestly. because I'm not. I don't like Luke, um, but I knew pretty quickly. Yeah.
0: So what about so you, I forgot what? when
1: this took place?
0: Oh, okay. And oh, for yeah, some he's reason. So young.
1: <laughs> no, for some reason I thought beforehand it was uh it was Anakin. For some reason, oh, my head was like, it's Anakin. I was like, "Hold oh, on, wait.
2: Where's stickless?" <laughs> <laughs> he's he's Vader. Well, yeah. So I mean, that like, that could have happened too, but That's I I think so. I thought okay. it was
0: cool. Like it looked I, dope. I, I, this is, this is post Vader. This yeah, is post Vader. He's He's already yeah. killed Vader at this point. So I think story wise, I like it. I I don't like Luke as a whole. I Luke's fine, but like I just whatever Luke is. Luke is the 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 lens through which we see Star Wars. So right. original series anyway. And honestly the the sequel series uh to a degree um but I think I think it's fine as a story wise uh, as a story uh point but I just didn't like I thought it looked weird.
1: Oh, he looked bad. When he wasn't right. moving, like you just standing there, I was like, it, "Oh, it looks bad, dude."
0: It looked like a. It looked like a. Like you're playing Mass Effect, and you know, wait, waiting for the character to select the dialogue option. Most
1: definitely, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: It looked worse than Tarkin and Leia, it did. And, and it looked and worse Rogue than Tarkin. one.
0: It did. Tarkin looked the best of those, I think.
2: Um, I guess. I mean, I thought Leia, Leia looked all right.
0: Leia did look good too.
2: Well, she was there for like 0. 0.5 seconds, right? She looked right. fine, though. You're right, but he like. I don't know. They should have just gotten an actor to do it. Is it is that blasphemy to say someone how, else should do it?
0: How hard is it to? I mean, if they can do Snapchat filters with like the turn turn your face into looking like someone else, why can't you just have a different actor or just put Mark Hamill in there and just? Oh, people you know, on
2: YouTube deepfake. have fixed it with deepfake. I've I've seen they yeah, the it, They made it look are, yeah. I don't understand. I still I'll never understand that honestly.
0: Why studios don't use it? And honestly, I think we learned from Doctor Sleep that you can recast for a flashback, and that's okay. Exactly. exactly. Like, because they did that very well. They recast Jack Nicholson, who is a a much bigger actor than Mark Hamill. Mm-hmm. You know, they recast Jack Nicholson, Shelley Duvall, Scatman Crothers. They recast all those characters and all the minor ones too. But like, they could that was have the right not. decision. Yeah, of course. Rather than CGing stuff, that's ridiculous. And no one questioned it. When doc, I mean, granted, Doctor Sleep is not as popular as Star no Wars. No one saw it either. <laughs> but, yeah. you know, I think you could learn a lot from that. No, I, would much, I would much rather, recast,
2: rather Everyone...
0: recast Luke Skywalker as a whole, but young Luke Skywalker, you can get someone that looks close enough to Mark Hamill.
2: I mean... Everyone's saying the Sebastian Stan thing. I don't know if you've seen the photo manips. I have of him, but it looks really good. Like I feel like they've Disney has been handed a uh, casting. Could have gotten him in there for a day, you know? Right. Yeah, most
1: definitely.
0: Because they're not going to they're not going to keep bringing back computer Luke, you know? Yeah, Yeah,
2: they will. But regarding regarding Luke, I'm glad. Yeah, but I think if they do bring him back, they'll recast. I would hope. Um, If they if he's like a main character and something. Yeah, but I'm glad people got their Luke moment that they wanted from the sequel trilogy. You know, that was a big complaint. Yeah, so I, agree. I hope that it appeased the Star Wars fans. They seem to be very happy with it. You know, so I feel like we can move on, close that that chapter. You know, yes,
0: and get ready for the High Republic. Something with very few Skywalkers. Hopefully,
2: hopefully, hopefully. No every Skywalker. announcement, every new show is Skywalker. That's yeah, coming out.
0: Yeah. So right.
2: No, the comics, sure. But
0: Well and the novel. No no and Michael, we're
2: never moving on.
0: I'm I'm sure. no, lesser
2: mediums where one person can make it, sure. Right. But yeah. we're never gonna get maybe we will, but it just seems very far off that we'll move on from old Luke I think they're just and, waiting and to see, Anakin.
0: I think they're waiting to see how well the High Republic is received before they move forward with I think I, I think they could easily put the stuff in the movies. P- people Seems are ready like to move on.
2: I would love it if Taika Waititi's movie is not a Skywalker story. That would be great. That would be fantastic.
0: Yes, let's do it. But anyway, um, let's wrap it up here. What did you guys think uh, overall as a season? I think back back half was better than the first. The entirety of the first season, uh, and the first half was emblematic of all of the problems of the first season. <laughs>
2: yeah kind of boring. um I don't think it's uh, like too painful to watch the first ones. It's just not as uh you know entertaining or
0: no, it definitely hits the gas later on,
2: yeah, but I think you can't deny that like the production quality and just the overall quality of the show it's like it's like the gucci of t v show productions, you know yes, it's you know? just. You can almost watch it just for that. I would. I'm going to watch every Star Wars show just to look at how I mean, you just look at the sets they built and the, you know, the technology. It looks so it's good. just it's mov- behind the scenes movie stuff. quality.
1: Y'all should definitely watch at least one of the episodes for the behind the scenes stuff they have on there. With the uh, TV. I think it's episode 4. And it's it's about the the green screen, not green screen, mm-hmm. but the projection stuff they were doing. It's fantastic.
2: It's, it's amazing. really amazing. Yeah, I know. The technology is incredible. So it's, I think it's worth watching for that. And then even if it's a plus, if you have a mild interest in Star Wars.
1: Most definitely.
2: So I, I would
0: recommend. Well, I also would recommend. So that's going to do it for no, us this week. Sure. Yeah, watch it. Watch it for sure. Um, that's going to do it for us this week. Um, thank you all for downloading us. I really appreciate all the support. We'll see you guys next time. Bye, guys. Bye. Uh, And I'm Michael. We'll see you next time. (laughs) Bye.